Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I mind our manners with the Real Housewives of Potomac, enjoy a special reading of Mr. and Mrs. Smith by the original Aunt Viv, and try to figure out just how Stacy Dash came to be so clueless. What happened, Miss Dion? <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Very well. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm Uh-oh. trying. I'm trying to, What's going on? I'm trying to stop torturing myself by watching all these tasty videos on my Facebook stream. What videos? You know the like the little like four minute videos of like these like these little recipes. It's like a oh you know, yeah. It's like, spaghetti cupcake with a with a, a a meatball on top and i'm like that looks delicious i no want to eat that right now yeah those videos are a problem it is a serious problem and you get caught out there because you think that okay i'm gonna make that tonight look at that it looks so easy it takes four <laughs> minutes but it's like no this is just edited down yeah it's a super it's, really cut. T- it's like it's like a five hour ordeal and i'm in the kitchen like with pasta on the walls trying to make you know, spaghetti cupcake, cupcake molds and stuff, and right. like spraying spam all over the place, and you know, yeah. But uh, that stuff does look good. I really want some. I'm just hungry today. I'm just hungry, and I really need you to send me one of these patty cakes. Okay, I'll see if I can get my hand on. I don't know if you can ship those internationally. I yeah, there may be some sort of like you know explosive chemical sort of guards against them. But that vanilla icing that's on that one patty pound cake looks real good she spares she spares no expense on the vanilla icing she spares some. no form of sugar uh, she's gonna start doing patty patty in- insulin pins in a second yeah yeah that's what she needs what's to going do. on with you can i just say people like to shit on los angeles for like a lot of reasons mm-hmm. people from the east coast in mm-hmm. particular like to shit on los angeles but it's times like these is like in the state of emergency like that. Right now, they're getting slammed with, I think, like two feet of snow. And, yeah, there's and, a lot of winter fury. Yeah, there's a lot of winter fury. On the East Coast. They're getting slammed by some blizzard named Jonas, which is like an insult to injury if I've ever heard one. But right now, I'm like, I'm yeah, perfectly clear. I get it. I moved here and I wasn't quite sure the like Los Angeles superficiality of its lack of culture and all the, the stuff that people like to say. But when I hear about two feet of snow back east... Get like Scientology clear on why I moved to LA and why I love it here. Just hearing you talk about this gives me like I have a visual of you like you know just like walking down Sunset Boulevard and that Nina Simone song. It's like birds flying high, <laughs> you know how I feel, and I'm feeling good, you know. And you're like, <laughs> I wish that sucker like a video feed of me in that soundtrack was just like piped into the Times Square Megatron. See me walking down. <laughs> Yeah, right. Venice Boulevard. As you like, put your sunglasses on and you like whip your hair in the wind. That's it. Two weeks ago, it rained in LA for about ten minutes, and I stayed home from work, and I didn't have to explain myself to anybody. Like everybody got it because everyone understands. Because no one, no one, no one wants to face the rain in LA. It's, no, that's like a that's a serious situation. So yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to live under but two gotta, feet of snow. And that's all I'll say about that. Right, I know you don't that want to put any chains on your wheel. Forget it. 
I, I'm, my like Instagram feed right, is full of people like, oh my gosh, it's snow. I'm snowed in. Call me Edward because I'm snowed in. And I'm like, that's cute, but keep it to yourself. It's 70 degrees and sunny here in January. So make your choices. Right. I know that there's an earthquake well, on the way that'll have my tune changed permanently. But right, today exactly. I'm when you, good. When you start rolling and shaking, then you might you, you <laughs> might be uh, packing your bags. But know. until then, next you're, up, you're New Mexico. The sunshine. Sunshine. So, um, also, I had a question for you. Did you go to the Chappelle show? Yes, I, I saw that did. Photo. Here we go. What? And I'm that, so jealous. I was jealous and I was there. And that is the other thing wow. I love about living in Los Angeles. It's because just as easily as you, you can, could find yourself sitting on the couch watching a rerun of Mysteries of Laura, you can end up like randomly in something really cool with minimal yeah, effort. Share Newport with Dave Chappelle on the corner of uh, La Cienega and Beverly. Oh, he doesn't share his Newports. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. So here's what happened. Last week, last uh, Wednesday, I think it was, I got this email, this like Live Nation email saying that there was going to be a Dave Chappelle show the next day. I got the email on Wednesday. The show was going to be on Thursday. I got the email at like 8 in the morning, and it was like, tickets go on sale at 10. And so I I, I was at work, and I told my boss, and I was like, we're going to go to this. We're just going to get a bunch of tickets, and we're going to see who wants to go. They were going to be like, I think the tickets were like 50 bucks. And I saw them in San Francisco over the summer and paid like 150 bucks. So I was like, okay, maybe it won't be good. Maybe he's like working out new material. Maybe he's trying to get a new show together, whatever. Uh, but 10 o'clock rolls around, and I'm clicking refresh, 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 and they sell out instantly. And I'm like, okay, oh. well, yeah, it was a nice dream while it lasted, whatever. One of the friends I reached out to to ask if she wanted to go had a Live Nation contact, and she called me back. She's like, I've got two tickets. I was like, great. So I had to break the news to my boss that she wasn't going, but I was going, right. doing so my happy dance. Says. Yeah, see you later. I'm leaving early today. Uh, so we get there the next day. It's at this random club in Silver Lake called Club Bahia. Do you remember this? Uh, is that next to like the Del Taco? It's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's, it's closer to the Jack in the Box on Sunset. It's more like Echo okay. Park. Um, gotcha. Anyway, so there's this random like non-comedy club. So we go there and there's this huge line basically all the way downtown. And I get there and I'm like, I'm not standing in this line. This is going to be a cool show, but I'm too old to stand in line. And it's a school night. So I'm, I'm, I'm going back home. So I wait for my friend. We get, she gets there. She's like, did you talk to anybody? And I go, no. And so we talk to this guy in the headset and we go, our, our tickets are supposed to be a will call. What do we do? And he goes, Oh, this is the will call line. It's got like a million people in it. So you should probably find the end of that line and stand there. And she goes, oh, but I think we're on a different list. And so she mentions like a Live Nation deal and he like the world opens up and he's like, oh, that's this table. There's nobody there. It's just oh. one person sta- sitting there with a little book. He checks the list. Miraculously, we're on it. And so we go in. We don't have to wait. They, wow. they take wow. our phones and they make us put our phones in these uh, like little pouches that have an electronic lock on them. So they wave a wand over them and they seal shut. <gasps> and I was like, this is nothing. I'll be able to pop this open during the show. And I tried a few times and I couldn't get it open. And, and, and you got electrocuted. I did. I got shocked. Electroshocked. Yeah. Got mine, mind erased. Uh, anyway, but the show was really good. There were a bunch of different openers. I can't really remember everyone's name, but the last opener was Hannibal Burris, who is hilarious. Oh, Hannibal's the best. He is the best. He's great on Broad City. He, of course, you know, took the <laughs> critical Jenga piece out of the Cosby Tower and toppled that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was there. And he's he was... just like a cuddly comedy teddy bear. Yeah. Love him. So Love good. Him. So good. 
Um, he was the last opener, and then uh, Dave came on, did like 15 minutes, and then he was like, oh, I want to bring out another guest. And we're all like, what? It's another... Now, I had a crazy run-in with him a couple years ago, maybe we'll talk about, but I was like, okay, okay. I don't know what's going on here. Um, so he brings up a special surprise guest, Chris Rock, who, what? yeah, comes out of nowhere. Obviously, he's hosting the Oscars in a couple weeks. He's there so working he's, out he's his material. He's giving you the Oscars warm-up. He's giving me the Oscars warm-up. He's trying to preview his material to see what works, what doesn't. And it was... Full tuxedo and everything. Full tuxedo, spinning bow tie, just Did, like, a symphony start playing? It was, like, you know... Yeah, he got played off. They told him to wrap it up. They were like, okay, that's (laughs) enough. Wrap it up, Bob. But he came on, he Uh, did, like, a half hour. Wow. And so... Okay, let's just kind of back up first. So how was Chappelle's set? Like, was it really funny? And Chappelle was really good. Chris Rock came out for a half hour, then he went off, and Dave came back and did maybe like another hour. So he did probably about 90 minutes total. And mm-hmm. he is still hilarious. He is so funny. He's not mm-hmm. as crazy as his reputation might suggest. When he came out, I mean, he doesn't look good. He looks bloated. He looked like he'd been partying for three days. Um, okay. He smokes yeah, so a they, lot. They, Okay, see, yeah. that's the thing, like, you know, I've seen him, you know, uh, like, uh, in pictures, like, you know, in, in paparazzi photos, like, you know, throughout the years, and, like, there was, like, one point where he was, like, you know, uh, Chappelle Hulk, and he was, like, really super yeah. jacked, and yeah, he was, yeah, like, yeah. on his, like, skateboard, you know, <laughs> cruising down, like, you know, Venice Boulevard, and now, like, he's kind of looks a little bit different, and it seems like he's he's... He's quit the P90X and maybe he's maybe he's focusing on the comedy more. And so like, you know, maybe he's his, focusing uh, on the patty routine has kind of like taken aside. Well, I can't blame the man. Yeah, can't no blame the man for that. No, I mean, he's almost what, 50. He's old. He's yeah. been around for a minute. Yeah. Um, but he definitely yeah. like, here's the thing. He was smoking. He's probably smoked about 10 cigarettes in the 90 minutes he was on stage. And at one point he okay. had a lit cigarette in his left hand. Also, like a, a a Stella or some beer in his left hand. So he's holding a, a lit cigarette and a, and a beer in one hand. He has the mic and a lit joint in the other hand. Like he's double oh, fisting, oh, hardcore, so, right? Lit, he's fully locked and loaded. Yeah, um, but he's so fun because he he doesn't do like a like a tight fifteen. He doesn't have a. a it's not like joke setup, joke setup, or setup mm-hmm. joke. Um, he just kind of like tells stories. He had this live band. It was kind of like this root styled Philadelphia hip hop band called the the Lowry Brothers on stage with mm. him. It was like one of his oh, block cool. parties. And he sort of goes in and out, yeah. out of like singing his favorite hip hop songs and then just telling these stories that are so funny. He's the kind wow. of person like you watch him do it and you think, well, anyone could do that. I could get up there and do that. But it's like you definitely could not because everything he says is so funny. And even yeah. when he's just out of his mind and drunk and high, he's still the funniest person by a mile. I mean, he's the he's like the Miles Davis of comedy. You know? Exactly. Like he's like one of those artists that can just riff and and improvise on stage and create these amazing, you know, sets and pieces. So yeah, I wish I was there. I'm so jealous. Yeah, it was a good jealous. one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You well, were a Jonas brother. 
So did so Chris Rock came on stage, did a little Oscars work. Now, did he make any apologies for the 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 white Oscars? Did he did he talk about white Oscars? Oh yeah, like he did. And I will say that he, if he does even a fraction of the stuff he did that night, is going to be really mm-hmm. funny. He was like, okay, well that's good. Yeah, and they were like, he he knows there's this boycott thing. He's like, it's 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 uh it's all white Oscars, but he's like, I'm going. I'll be there. I'm going to put on my tie. I'm going to put on a tuxedo and you're going to see me on ABC. That's right. Get yeah. that paycheck, Chris Rock. Don't let anyone yeah. stop you from getting that paycheck. And one of the um, other things he mentioned was that um, he's mm-hmm. getting a divorce. And um, uh, two weeks ago, some white guy tried to tell him that he could only see his kids uh, every other week. So he's like, this Oscar bullshit doesn't mean anything to me. This is small. Like, I have real shit going on. So, yeah, I'm going to go to work because <laughs> people are trying to take my money and I'm not going to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, there, there are other things going on in the world that people should be focused on and well someone spilled the hottest cup of tea like on monday it fell on my lap and that's miss janet hubert oh she's yeah. got a few things to say about this oscars situation she's too mad as hell yeah she really clapped back at jada pinkett smith it was like a round of applause uh, with the amount of clapback that she she gave uh, to really, her, I like she's still the best amp viv on the block. She's really the only amp viv in my mind. I think that once she left, I kind of I kind of disengaged from Fresh Prince of Bel Air because she was the one. I mean, like we know, I mean, her shining moment in 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 that series was when she went back to her her dance classes. Yes, and she Je, Miss Janet Hubert gave us some of her old Alvin Ailey. Boom, cat, pop, one, two, threes. And that and pink she leotard. she those children how she could stretch and kick. <laughs> That's my True one of, this is one of my favorite TV moments of it's all really time. It's one of the best TV moments. If you haven't seen it, just just YouTube uh, Aunt Viv Dance, Dance Class, Class Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It, yeah. That's how, that's how True Divas do it. Right, and that's basically what she did on Monday, which with the basically, clap back to Jada. Yeah, like, it was oh, like by a metaphorical way. dance, you know, dance routine on YouTube. Um. So, what was her deal? What did she say? Well, you know, as you know, Jada Pinkett Smith was, you know, put out a video. Like uh, I guess it was like two weeks ago now, just talking or asking or imploring other actors of color to boycott the Oscars because she felt like the lack of representation in the nominations was unjust and unfair. And we've got to do something. We've got to speak about it. And Janet Hubert basically, well, let's go to the audio. Blackress Janet Hubert coming to you. I, I've been trying to figure out, do, do I really want to do this? And yeah, I do. I do. I'm at that point where I'm like, uh-uh, I don't give a kitty. And I find it ironic that somebody who has made their living made their living and made millions and millions of dollars um, from the very people that you're talking about boycotting just because you didn't get a nomination, just because you didn't win. That is not the way life works, baby. There are those out there who really deserved a nod and Idris Elba was one of them. Lord have mercy. Beast of No Nation was incredible. That man is an incredible actor. You are not, maybe you didn't deserve uh, a nomination. I didn't think, frankly, you deserve a Golden Globe nomination with that accent, but you got one. And just because the world don't go the way you want it to go, doesn't mean that you can go out and then you start asking people to stand up and sing, we shall overcome for you. Mm. You ain't Barack and Michelle Obama. And y'all need to get over yourselves. You know, yeah, Janet, 
Yeah, everyone says that she's kind of like bitter from that whole freshman to Bel Air. I mean, you know, she is. Era. She's still I mean, mad. I'm sh- I'm sh- and I think she has a right to be mad. Because yeah, you know what? I'm her... still mad. I'm still yeah, mad about that. They didn't really do her right, and I get that. So I'm really here for her and her. Uh, I'm really here for her and her her statement against against this whole Oscars brouhaha. And honestly, she's right. It's really about. I mean, at the end of the day, like anyone who is in the realm of consideration for an Oscar is a winner, yeah. you know, and they have a job and it's really about providing more opportunities for actors of color to, to work. That's really, if, if you don't have a job, if you're not in, if you're not on the show, if you're not in the film, if there's no role for you, then there's no, it's about like, you know, creating more opportunities in in the business. It's really not about these awards. And once that happens, then maybe we can come and revisit this Oscars nomination thing. But at, at this point in time, like this is kind of, this is, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it, it's, it's really effective in making any sort of real change in, in, in Hollywood and in, in, in the landscape of, of, you know, of film and television. Yeah. You know, I agree. And I, and she makes an excellent point. Like Will and Jada Smith have made millions and millions and millions off of, of dollars off of these people that they're talking about boycotting. And just because Will didn't get a nomination this year, I mean, Jada wasn't going to get nominated for anything. Maybe it is karma. Okay. Maybe it is sour grapes. I'm team on Viv on this one. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm on Viv all day. However. I'm on Viv all day. But, you know, she's really got to pick up and step up her uh, her YouTube. Uh, uh, what was that, like, filter that was on there? It was, like, one of those. It, who's, that, uh, <laughs> who's that, like, artist who does, the, who's the pop artist that does, like, the, the comic book? The, the comic book uh, frames. I forget the name of the artist. Anyway, yeah, there was a lot of filtering, a lot of highlights. Yeah. Tell. She looked like a, I it don't was, know. It was a low-budget production. It was an indie yeah. production. Yeah, there, it was like a, a, a bubblegum film over, over, the, over the, uh, the camera lens. But she don't give a kitty. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She don't give a kitty. All she cares about is Asuka Mayawina. But who pissed in Alexa? Arquette's Cheerios. That's a real good question because where did she come from? He's mad and she's not going to take it anymore. Yeah, out of the what? clear blue nowhere. Nowhere. She ha- she went to Facebook to voice her frustrations on the Smith thing. She really came from Mr. and Mrs. Smith. She was like, I don't want to hear it from none of them until Jada comes out as gay and her beard husband admits his first marriage ended. When she walked him, walked in on him, giving it to Benny Medina. Now, right? I was like, "Ooh, clutch the pearls, hold on, pump the brakes." Yeah. I mean, where is this anger coming from? I mean, Alexis came with so much beef, and Will and Jada are like vegetarians. I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, really, so too much. much beef. Absolutely. Too much. I mean, and off topic. <laughs> Just totally off topic, and like she's like, "Well, if they're angry about like you know." black representation at the Oscars, then why don't they come out of the closet and they're gay and this and this and that. And it's like, whoa, this, that just seemed like such a random, just a a random drive-by of It was super duper random drive-by. And I want to see, I wanted to see the look on Benny Bedina's face wherever he was when he got that news. Probably in Vegas somewhere getting ready for J-Lo's show. I guess Alexis is trying to be some sort of champion for gay rights, but it's like, why are you putting the blame on Will and Jada Smith? And it's like, also, 
if they're gay and in the closet, it's their personal business. Like, right. Why? I don't understand. I don't understand like this outing and this airing. It's just not right. It's unfair. These people have kids. Regardless of that audio uh, book report about the protozoic era that Willow put out, there's still children involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just not cool. And it's undeserved. I, don't, I think that she was just trying to vie for a little bit of some uh, some screen time and some press on that one. So that just seemed kind of cray cray to me. It was cray cray. I think ultimately she's just mad that they didn't cast her on I Am Kate this season. Oh, now you know what. <laughs> Is that too far? Because <laughs> oh, why? I don't think that Alexis would even really be interested in that. I'm sure she's got a couple a couple bones to pick with Caitlyn too. I don't even want to open that can. Me neither, honestly. Can of worms. Just leave that alone. But I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a, a backstory with Alexis and oh, but yeah, I think that she went on to say that she had auditioned I think for the role of Aunt Viv for the role when she identified as male. Um, she had identified. Uh, she had auditioned for Will. She had uh, auditioned for one of the roles in the movie and didn't get it. So maybe in what movie? Concussion. In, sorry, in uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Ah. Um, so maybe she doesn't give a kitty, and she's angry, and she had some things to say. But yeah, just a lot of drama over this Oscars mess. Well, you know, well, thank God that hopefully some of some of this um, some of this brouhaha will have kind of come to some sort of resolution. The Oscars announced that they've, they've created new rules for the Oscars board. And I think that you have to have been active in entertainment, meaning like having acted in a movie in like the last 10 years in order to vote. And there's a lot of different rules and, you know, considerations and small print, but it seems like they're, they're, they're trying to make an effort to include a little more diversity on the Oscars panel. So let's see if that does anything. Yeah, let's see if that happens. I know that like the president of the Academy is a, a black woman, I think, right? Yes. So she is. we'll see. She voiced her concern over the issue. I think that the um, making eligible voters r- requiring them to have been active in the last two years will alienate a lot of like older <laughs> academy members who are retired yeah. and haven't worked i mean it's a basically a way of saying old old white people are racist and right the right. the solution to our diversity issue is to get younger more active members to right okay so we'll see we, we will shall, see we shall see we shall overcome you know who's not overcoming who tashina arnold oh <laughs> She's just over it. She's, She's over, over a man. Everything. She blew that shit up. You know what? She, there was a big week of people firing shots. Yeah, people, I mean, people are busting the windows out of the car. A lot of, I mean, we should check the Spotify numbers on Jasmine Sullivan's uh, first album, uh, I Bust Your <laughs> Window, because a lot of people have gone straight up Angela Bassett waiting to exhale and have lit the match and thrown it in the Mercedes this week. They have all had it. Everyone's yeah, it's a war it. out there. It's a lot of heavy artillery. I guess her husband, uh, she has caught her husband in a, uh, in a jump off situation. And yeah. apparently there was a, a sex tape to go with it. Yeah. That and she so, texted to everybody. Yeah. So it, in order to dissolve the union in only, in the only way Pam saw fit, Miss Tashina saw fit, she decided to do a group text and text the video out. And she said, I'm done. I'm over. 
take a look at this. I mean, that is the nuclear option. But you know I, what? Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel really like hit the button on that one. That's, that's how I would expect Pam to handle a situation like this. Your husband's got co- extracurricular right. activities. That ain't no damn puppy. Right. She gonna blow it up. Right. That's right. That ain't no damn puppy. She went straight Chilligan's Island and kicked that, that old rat. She drop kicked that rat. She right sure did. Now, do you remember last year when she was on Wendy talking about her marriage? No. What was she saying? She was on there like a year ago. She was only two years into her marriage at that point, talking about how the secret to making her long-distance marriage work is to get in plenty of phone sex, but don't take pictures. Well, no. I guess that didn't really work out for her. I always referred to my 30 Rock Life Guide on matters like this, and Tina Fey made it perfectly clear that long-distance is the wrong distance, and that's a deal-breaker, ladies. Uh, it's also, I think, mm-hmm. worth noting that she was on the show um, promoting a Terry McMillan Lifetime movie she was in. Oh. I don't know if that's irony. I don't know what that is. Is that 10,000 Spoons when all you need is a knife? I don't know. That is a black fly in your Chardonnay. Chardonnay. That's a sex tape on your, on your, on your, on your video phone. <laughs> Good luck to Sheena. Good, Good luck, luck to Sheena, yeah. So much drama in the LBC. Everyone's just breaking windows, light matches, breaking no dishes. Tat, no decorum. Where's the etiquette? Where is the etiquette? Well, all the etiquette is in Potomac, Maryland, apparently. Oh, wonderful. I'll have a crab salad. Mm-hmm. Give me a crab cake sandwich, yes. please. Uh, the Housewives of Potomac premiered finally. Yeah, much anticipated. How did you like it? Much anticipated. Uh, as far as, you know, series openers goes, I thought it was okay. You know, they all, like, whenever these new seasons or new series of Housewives start, you know, they're starting from the bottom. So, you know, the bar is really low in terms of, uh, opulence and eleganza, you know, like they've, they've got some struggles in the wardrobe and the makeup department. Yeah. And... The weaves could be snatched a little bit. That's true. Those hair systems could have proper closures. Yeah, those closures were a little open. Uh, But, you know, with that said, I think that with time, that all comes with time. Sure. A a glam squad comes in time. Sure. Um, I thought it was fun. They're they're really all about their their minding their manners, Mm -hmm. crossing their T's, and dotting those I's. That's true. And popping in their color contacts and Mm -hmm. shading each other. Most most definitely you know but it's always so funny because you know they always present these you know they they're they're in a very exclusive enclave in potomac and they supposedly live in these spacious beautiful mansions but that is some trickery because it's just a wide-eyed fish-eyed lens Mm -hmm. uh trying to make a studio apartment look like aaron spelling's residence exactly but yeah I mean, the proof is in the pudding. When you have those, uh, when you go into some of those kitchens and it looks like, uh, you know, one of those Sears refacing studios mm-hmm. situations where it's all sort of like plywood cabinetry <laughs> and like that old busted 70s Caesar stone tile. Mm-hmm. It's all vinyl siding. Yeah, that you can, you can knock a couple of zeros off of that annual income because they're not they're not balling as as much as they would like you to be. Not quite balling out of control. 
the proof is in the linoleum floor. That's right. That's too bad. But they're putting on a good front. It looks like the um, the Housewives of Potomac is the Beverly Hills to Atlanta's OC. Would you say? Does okay. that seem like a fair analogy? Yes. The Beverly Hills to Atlanta's OC. Yes. Yeah, as Beverly oh, Hills no. is they're, to the OC, Potomac the, is to Atlanta. As Beverly Hills is, the, is to the OC, Potomac is to Atlanta. Yeah. Or as OC is to Beverly Hills, Potomac is to Atlanta. Is that right? Uh, I'm confused now. Maybe. Are uh, we no. saying Atlanta is more opulent than Potomac? I Maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, I think there's more money. I mean, Candy is for sure is rich. And yeah, Cynthia I mean, Bailey is, is a supermodel. I mean, we have those receipts. I don't know where any well, of these Potomac well, women came from. I don't know about those receipts. You know, she model. used to, she had a good career. I mean, it was a long time yeah. ago. Okay. She right. worked. Okay. I mean, she wasn't in George Michael's Freedom 90 or anything. She wasn't doing no. that. No. But she was gigging. She was, she got, yeah, she was getting those coins. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. We really don't know much about these ladies still. And they don't really have, I mean, they, they're, they're always talking about this pedigree and stuff. But it doesn't really go beyond I mean, the gates of Potomac Hills. Exactly. Living. Like, they all look like pebbles. They look like a bunch of Tracy Edmonds. I mean, they look like pebbles with saying. TLC checks. They, they look like, they all look like baby faces, X, Y. Yeah. If they, it should have just been. It should have been called Baby Faces, Baby. Yeah, or the Real Real Housewives of LaFace, or something like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. See, Tony Tony could just cross over into that one. Maybe there should be a Braxton That's Family smart. Values uh, Potomac crossover because they're from Maryland too. They should have thrown a Braxton up. That's there. real true. I mean, they already have a hit series on WeTV. They could have thrown a Tracy in there because Tracy doesn't. There's not much storyline uh, for Tracy on the it's Braxton's, except for her her weight loss, her weight loss and her her beauty salon. Right? She she do, I don't think salon? she still has that beauty salon. She looks really good. She though. looks great. She's snatched. It oh together. yeah, they all look she great. Look Wonderful news. My favorite yeah. family of music. Applause all around. Yeah. Anyway, back to the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the breakout. The breakout for me, I mean, the, I think the stars of the show are, is probably going to be between Giselle and Karen, who looks like Tina Knowles right. and uh, Mommy Dearest wrapped into one. Yes. But, um, yeah, they seem like they're going to be the, the, the HBICs. She was the one who was married to the pastor, right? But the pastor was a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Giselle was the one. That's the younger one who kind of has like a Rihanna. Yeah, uh, that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she does have a Rihanna situation. Yeah, that was the first. Like that, that in the opening scene, you see her and her three daughters, and they're trying to make like uh, cookies or something. Yeah, and they're just spraying Pam all over the place, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, whoa, 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 I'm gonna slip on the floor moments. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll. I don't know if I'll be back for this one. You don't. You don't think so? It's not. It's, it's not really pulling your attention at all. It's not going to be destination TV for me. I'll, I'm going to dip in and out of it, uh, sort of check in. Yeah, they are kind of struggling for any drama right now. But uh, of course, it's it's the first episode. There can only be so much. That's right? true. That's true. Um, and basically, they were the the big drama of the the first episode was the fact that Giselle sat. In the middle of the birthday, uh, the middle of the the table at the restaurant for Karen's birthday, and Karen was not having it because Karen says any proper lady knows 
is that the birthday girl sits in the middle. No, it's a lot of etiquette. It's all of them referring to the etiquette guide saying, don't be late. Don't sit in the middle. You're not supposed to do this. I went to charm school. I went to finishing school. That's right. There's a lot of Heloisen up in here, but that's all that's happening up in there. There's a lot of hard Fs. Yeah. Or PHs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, and and a lot of ombre hair. Yeah. A lot of ombre hair. Everybody mm-hmm. got that memo. Everyone. Now, everyone is the entire that. cast black? Yes. They're all African American. I thought I saw a white girl on the end there. I couldn't tell because it's a lot of it's a lot of oh, well, light skinnedness and blonde and light eyedness. It's it's disorienting and confusing. Even to me, an experienced <laughs> lifetime African American. I had to do some right. double takes. As we are lifetime African I thought I saw a Kim Zolciak up in there. You did not, though. You did not. You just saw... Uh, well, they all look like that Tisha Campbell uh, character from Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. No, not Do the Right Thing. Sorry. They all look like... Uh, what uh, From school days. Sorry. From school days. They yeah. all look like they should be in that sorority. The good hair. Yeah. High yellow heifers. Bob it all. One of my favorite scenes from any movie is the good or bad hair sequence from school days yeah anyway yeah i don't know i'm I'm gonna try to watch a couple more episodes to see where it goes this season but yeah it they're they're not bring. it's not even like really fun like you know the good thing about atlanta is that like it's kind of comical like there's a yeah. lot of in it this one i don't know where it's i, I don't know what what it sort of niche will be right you know what the i mean the thing i love about atlanta Maybe. is it's so fun and they're just goofy and bonkers these ladies do not right. look fun they don't look that fun yeah they're all they're all trying to front about their their manners and their etiquette and i don't know yeah but maybe that falls apart i think but you know what remember the first season in atlanta when everyone was about something you know uh kim zolziak was like a budding country music star mm-hmm. and Nene leaks had the twisted hearts foundation right. And Deshaun Snow uh-huh. had some sort of, some kind of charity, and yeah. End, and by the end, she was fired. And by the end of the season, a she was fired. But then they had the auction. No one bid on anything. Kim, we finally heard Kim sing at the very end, and she sounded like Frizzap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what happened with Nene Leakes' Twisted Hearts Foundation, but I don't, I don't think she was very successful. I don't think that that foundation is now defunct. Yeah, but um. But yeah, that was like the big reveal at the end, and it was like really funny. And, well, it's know, just like on the real world so maybe, in those first seasons where they made everybody get a job and go somewhere, and then after that they were like, you know what, fuck that. They actually don't have to do anything as long as they sleep with each other. Yeah, exactly. Just throw them in a hot tub and and, and pour like beer down their throats, and let's just make make the drama happen. Yeah. So I look forward to the beer down their throats moment at Potomac. Yeah. It'll, but it'll be champagne, a fine it'll champagne. Be a fine champagne and a crab cake. But you know what? I feel like, you know, who will not be watching this? I, if I if I had to guess, I would say Stacy Dash will not be tuning in to watch The Housewives of Potomac. Although she'd be a great addition to this. Yeah, class. I mean, she would fit. She fits. She fits the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she she she's not interested in this because it it's segregationalist, <laughs> as she said. Right? Is that the term she used? She says well, racialist and segregationalist. Racialist, segregationalist, and all these liberalists in the Obama party. That's our problem. Yeah. How did, how did, 
where did we go? What, what happened, happened to Stay? What happened to Dion? What happened? I'm just so confused I by mean, this. Can she just put her braids back in? Just please. And share sidekick. I know. Just roll with the homies. She is not rolling. Not with anymore. Right now. She is at all. She's rolling with the conservatives over at Fox News, and she's got a lot of crazy, wacky opinions. Mm-hmm. Among them that we should get rid of Black History Month, and that we should get rid of BET, and we should get rid of the BET, the NAACP Image Awards, and everything that's black. We should get rid of it. Yeah, she's she's just she's not interested in it. She wants america to be as one and this is this this is her solution i think it's ludicrous why because we have to make up our minds either we want to have segregation or integration and if we don't want segregation then we need to get rid of channels like bet and the bet awards and the image awards where you're only awarded if you're black if it were the other way around we would be up in arms it's a double standard so you say there shouldn't a BET channel? No, I don't think so. No. Just like there shouldn't be a Black History Month. You know, we're Americans. Period. That's it. Are you saying there shouldn't be a Black History Month because there isn't a White History Month? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Al Sharpton has... Uh... And I also think she wants to legal, legalize marijuana, too, because watching that clip and listening to her, she seems like she was on... She's little, always little seemed... She's always got that little the delay. Pineapple. Yeah, she she rode the Pineapple Express before that before that interview. Do you think. think they drugged her over there at Fox News? They drugged their black correspondent know. to get her say to say crazy stuff on air. Maybe that's it. Maybe she's like under some sort of crazy conservative conservatorship. Yeah, and they've just got uh, like her under this. I would feel much like better if it was like a hostage puppet. situation and we needed to just go in and save Stacey Dash from Fox News. Yeah, maybe she's like a Fox News step, step for live or something. Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so she's not really having it and she she thinks the solution to include to include everyone is to just burn down BET headquarters. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that her reasons are wrong. <laughs> Maybe we do yeah, need to get rid of yeah. BET, but her logic is flawed. The math doesn't quite yeah, work well, out. Plus, she was on BET. That's right. Well, that's what the thing is. BET had a response and showed a clip of her on uh, the game when she was a guest star on the game. And they're like, well, can we have our check back, Stacey, if you feel this way? Yeah. If you're in your feelings about Seriously. this? And give back your give Source magazine check and your King magazine check. And your King magazine your check. Your Kanye West pop- check. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, those da- those those dashes, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. A lot of on. stuff going on in those dashes. A lot of dashes there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she's mad. She's mad that award shows exist where you have to be a black person to get them. I, like, she, clearly, she doesn't watch any of those awards. She was like, the NAACP Image Awards happily nominates white people year after year. I mean, I think uh, Robin yeah, Thicke Justin and Justin Timberlake probably have half of all of those BET awards. All the awards ever given. Ever out. issued. I'm sure Justin, does Justin Bieber have one? I'm sure. Probably. He has one too. Lifetime Achievement, I'm sure. Yeah. So there's a lot of inclusion going on over in the BET awards. So maybe maybe we should just make the BET awards the Oscars. Maybe there should just be some sort of crossover. Maybe maybe it should just be one yeah. super super award show. There should only be one well, entertainment always, award show a year. Yep, yeah, there should really only be one because 
by the time we get to the Oscars, I'm so sick of it. And even the red carpet, I'm like, oh, we have to go through this more, more, more of this yeah. again. Yeah. Maybe we should just be called the big old award show. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who's, you know who should be the representative of all inclusion and can't we all just get along this is common. Oh, yeah. He's all about inclusion. He and Lauren Dern were spotted out together on a little romance. How random. Is it random? Though? I think it's random. Laura it's random. Dern. I mean, I love Laura Dern. Jurassic Park is my Laura favorite Dern. movie. She's great in it. I loved her in HBO, that show Enlightened. Enlightened it's was the best Just beautiful ever. and weird and crazy and funny. Yeah, that. we should all be mourning that. Cancel it. And I love a Lorna Dune shortbread cookie in the afternoon. Oh. <laughs> but this is random. You dip it in your tea. I absolutely do. Oh, yeah. And you got to get it all moist and then you kind of like, it's all mushy. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I, I have the receptionist hold my phone calls and I take right. 15 hold minutes to enjoy a Lorna Dune. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Miss, Miss, Miss Laura Dern and Common were spotted out on the town together. But I don't think this is much of a surprise. I mean, Laura is down with the swirl. Oh, yeah. She loves the swirl. Yeah, she was married to Ben mm-hmm. Harper forever. Stealing kisses. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this isn't that big. But I, I mean, guess, but for like, Common? Right, because Common is really all about his Nubians. His Deep Nubian, chocolates. Nubian love. The Williams chocolate. Well, he's trying something new. I guess so. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's the right. switcheroo. Uh-huh. Okay. Turn tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that's good, right. and hopefully they'll serve as a as a model to to inclusion and, and love and understanding, and maybe and maybe we all can take a, take a note from Common and Lauder. But maybe they maybe they weren't even like actually going out on a date. You just see them walking out on the street. Maybe they were at like a meeting, or they just both happened to be coming out of Trader Joe's at the same time. Yeah, maybe, or maybe we'll see like a, a come close to the the sequel where he's in the video singing. You remember that video where he was rapping to Mary J. Blige in the window? Maybe it'll be him and Laura <laughs> yeah. during this time. Maybe it will, but Laura will have to rock some MJB hair. Mm, I love like it from the nineties, like a like a macaroni yeah. bob. That's right, macaroni bob. And also a bamboo, uh, heavy, chunky bamboo hoop earring with Laura in the middle. You know yes, yes, I do. I mean, okay, she's a yeah, great I actress, so I, I, she could pull it off. Oh, she's enlightened. Yes, she can. <laughs> yes, she can, and she will. So let's see that. I want to see that right now. Yeah. Oh, anyway. You know who's um, not going to be a model of any kind of diversity? Not for me. Not in this who? lifetime. Who? Macklemore. Can we give him uh, back? You know what? Yeah, can we max Mackle Macklemore? I just can we return I'm to really, Cinder? Where did he come from? Portland. Wait, can we get a Grammy? Can we get a Grammys refund? Yeah, can he return his NAACP Image Award? I know he has one. I'm sure he's got yeah. one, definitely. So yeah, Macklemore is back on the scene and he's kicking up dust. He's released this new. Is it a single? I think it's just going to be a part of his forthcoming album. Yeah, but it's called White Privilege Two, and he's got a lot to say about whites and the appropriation of black music. It makes me so angry. I knew he was going to be a problem. People left that thrift shop song. Then he popped off with that same love song, and everyone was like, he's so sensitive, and his message is on point. And I felt bad for having a side eye, but here we are. 
But you know what? It's like, okay, listen, you can have the thrift store shop song, but you can't like oscillate between like thrift shop pop and then trying to be a conscious rapper. Mm-mm. And like, this is what it sounds like he's trying to do now. I'm like, no, I'm not here for this. Right. I'm not here Mm-mm. for this. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna start marching on Washington. You're not common. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, back it up. He's a novelty up, rapper. Buddy. He's the kind of rapper you end up with if you bought a rapper from Spencer's Gifts. And so now in in, in White Privilege 2, he uh goes at Miley Cyrus and Iggy Azalea for their their appropriation of the black music genre. Or not the black music genre, but just like black music and culture. And let's just listen. Let's take a let's take a little listen to this. I don't think I can yeah, take too very much little listen. You've exploited and stolen the music, the moment, the magic, the passion, the fashion you toy with. The culture was never yours to make better. Your Miley, your Elvis, your Iggy Azalea, make it so plastic. You've heisted the magic. You've taken the drums and the accent. You wrapped in your brand of hip hop is so fascist and backwards. The Grandmaster Flash will go slapping you bastard. All the money that you made off the water down pop bullshit version of the culture pal. Go buy a big ass long. I I don't really. I, I'm not really understanding because he's he's benefited from this appropriation himself, and I guess that like by calling attention to it, he it makes him feel like like he's less guilty of it. What you know? All I, I really think that this is just uh, a way to uh, obviously generate some buzz for this album that's about to drop, and because that that downtown single that they tried to put out, that like sort of like Queen. Run DMC nope. kind nope. of nope. nope wasn't there Mm-mm. for it wasn't there Mm-mm. for it Mm-mm. he tried to ruin the VMAs with that he really did yeah he they wouldn't really even did. let him in the building they were like uh they, they, you can perform that out on the street be, they kept him outside you can that. perform yeah, that outside no of Urban Outfitters if you want yeah yes right yeah so I think that this is just an attempt to you know create a little bit of a controversial storm and throw some politics into it but. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not biting. Is he rolling solo this time, or is that Ryan Lewis still with him? I think that Ryan Lewis is still with him. He, yeah, he's still. See, I'm already asking too many questions. I can't emphasize enough that I do not care. I'm not here for this. And this ground has been mined already. Like Eminem already addressed this. Yeah, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. You know, let's let's move on to other artists and musicians. You know what? I've I've slept on this. Um, one singer for quite some time, but now I'm really back and I'm here for it. Have you heard any of Andrew Day's stuff? Yeah, she's great. I love her. You know, you, sometimes I have like these like Amy Winehouse pangs in my right. heart, and then I'll just go onto Spotify and listen to Back to Black and be really sad and depressed yeah. about it. But um, and so she, and then Andrew Day popped up in like artists you should listen to. Right. I and see you're in your so feelings. Great. Try this. Right. I. See. I see you're all in your feelings. You know, don't pick up that donut. Listen to Andrew Day. Anyway, so Andrew Day, she's from San Diego. She looks like, okay, so this is the kind of difficult thing about actually uh, watching any of her music videos or like seeing her in photos. She does kind of look like a baby reader. She does. So you do kind of have to get past that point. You're like, is that Rihanna? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Not singing like but that. The good, not singing like that. I mean, this is this is a... This is she's got a lot of range, she's got a lot of soul, and um she's wonderful. I, I really enjoy her stuff. And um her one single, um I think it's Forever Mine. Uh Spike Lee actually directed the video. Okay. If you haven't seen it, it's really, really good. 
And I love her style. She's kind of got like this sort of throwback 40s pinup thing going on with the hair. And uh, yeah, she's cute and adorable. And if you, you if you're looking for uh, sort of an Amy Winehouse meets Rihanna smash up, yeah, Andrew super Day, soulful. Let's listen. Let's listen to some Forever Man. Right. Yeah, so she's a gem. Yeah, she's a good one. I like her. She's a good one. You know, Stevie Wonder discovered her too. So oh, there you go. Listen, Stevie heard it and put his seal of approval on it. It's got to be good. Mm-hmm. Got to be good. I hope that's all he put on it. You know what? <laughs> no, I mean he has a reputation. Just saying. Well, boy, just well, saying. Just keep like, tickling those eyes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, love is in the air again for Miss Mariah Carey, too. Good for her. That's right. I I feel like she's had the best holiday season She has, you know, and she has been looking good. She's, like, slimmed down. She's been hitting her notes on stage. She has been hitting her notes, giving us improvised smash. And now we see why. She's had a reason to sing again. She is in love. She's in love, and now she's going to the altar. She and James Packer got engaged, I guess, this month. Yeah. And they're moving on down the aisle. I guess James Packer is this huge, like, mega billionaire. Super duper. He's the fourth richest man in Australia. Okay. Which, so she's, she's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, th- this makes sense. She was, she was a child bride when she married Tommy Matola, although mm-hmm. those were for sure her best years. And then she married a child when she got married to Nick Cannon and although she had to pay like that teen snick allowance, Nick Cannon had bodies. So I'm not mad entirely about that. Yeah. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on Mimi. No, I mean, and she had some, and them babies, them babies. are. She got some cute babies. I mean, she had to pay that per diem, but he looked good and he was whipped at the time. And she got a couple of cute kids. She got her twins. She also got gestational diabetes. Oh, well, but then, then she got on Jenny Craig and that reversed. Yeah, off. yeah. So she won. She's she won, winning. and now she's with a. Sh- she's gonna throw some shrimp on the bobby. I know. Does this mean she's gonna move daddy? down south? I don't know. That's a long flight. It sure is. But I feel like Mariah Carey probably has like the Wonder Woman jet. She has a big old. It's actually she has a special customized private jet that looks like a big old butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got rhinestones on it, and it just sort of like it flutters. It just like flutters, like on a It has plane. a real erratic flight pattern. It does. It does, but it, it makes it there eventually. Yeah, it runs on champagne, glitter, gel pens, and glitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a big old like Lisa Frank rocket. Does this guy feel like a Tommy Mottola two to you? I mean, it is sort of a, a, an interesting love, a strange love. Yeah. But um, you know, listen. Four point five billion dollars. 
4.5 billion dollars what what is what 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 more is there left to say? i mean it takes a lot of money to make mariah carey seem like a poor person right but i think this is the, doing it. done done apparently he proposed with a, a giant 35 carat diamond and platinum engagement ring Mm-hmm. And just for comparison, Kim Kardashian's was 15 carats. Beyonce's was 18 carats. Angelina Jolie's was 16 was carats. It's a 35 carat diamond and platinum engagement ring. It's huge. So her finger's broken. And basically, she put it on she's in the hospital. She basically has a ring avulsion like Jimmy Fallon. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never, I never looked at Don't ever Google it. I never want. Please, nobody ever Google a ring avulsion. No way. No way. Just Jose. be careful. Well, good for, yeah, just watch out. Don't, I mean, what was he saying? He was like dancing in socks around the kitchen yeah, table with the bell or something. Something, like something that. He crazy. Was drunk. Something crazy. Jimmy, get it together. Yeah. Get it together. Uh, well, I'm sure, yeah. Well, congratulations to, to Miss Mariah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're both still technically married. <laughs> that was the other thing that just oh, came out. She's still married to oh, Nick. Right, right. Right. And, and James Packer's yeah. still married to, I guess, his ex-wife who's dating Seal. Right. But hey. But hey. I think there's also like a Scientology angle in there, too. I think that Packer was, he was a former Scientologist, or his ex-wife was. Oh. So there's a, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. That's that interesting. That they work out. But, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. They'll get it together. And, you know, they'll flutter off in the, the butterfly jet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Miss Mariah's contemporary, or is it arch nemesis? Mm-hmm. Are they, are they still fighting? Are these two still being I famous? think this is lifetime, irresolvable, intractable Yeah, it will, it will never, rivalry. it will never, the JLo Mariah feud continues probably somewhere. Yeah. I don't know her. Isn't I don't, I don't J-Lo? know her. Yeah. Which is, I don't know her. Oh, the most, oh, the shadiest, boy. most wonderful thing. The shade. It's so cold out it's there. So it's so cold. cold yeah anyway j-lo has finally hit the vegas strip and she has thrown her labutins on she's giving us all she has and doing two steps potterets death drops <sighs> jackpot i'm worried about her what wait a minute i'm why? worried about jennifer lopez because she's got too much work she's got too much work she's not fly girl anymore she, She's what? She's, she's like 46? She's yeah. working too hard. She's working a lot. She's got Shades of Blue. Mm-hmm. She's got American Idol. Mm-hmm. She's got this Vegas show. I'm sure she's probably working on another album. She's got the Cole collection. I'm sure she's got a fragrance. I'm sure she's got five she's or got six hair beauty, beauty commercials to do. <sighs> yeah, she's got all, She's got a lot going on. She's got. I don't know how she's going to do it all. I'm tired just, just going through the list. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. She's got to remember yeah. them steps. Oh, but I mean, and she's also singing live. No, no, no. Stop it. She is. I saw. Okay. Well, <laughs> I saw the vocal part. <laughs> Apparently, she's also singing live. <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah. She's like, all I have. Oh, boy, she's really got something to prove. She's really got something. This is how you know Mariah Carey's winning. I know, Mariah's winning know. that feud because Mariah got in her head at some point was like, well, she, can, can she even sing? <laughs> can she sing? Right. Yeah. 
But listen, you can't really hate on J Lo. She really brought it at that American Music Awards dance routine. That was a that was a, a twelve minute tribute to every pop song from the year. Yeah. And she did And that. it was great. It was fun and it was great. And clearly she was in that was her basic training for this Vegas show. She was trying to get her breath up. It really was. Yeah, she was trying to really get her breath control. Benny going. Medina she had her like, in boot camp. And it wasn't the Beyonce boot camp that that my uh, Mr. Knowles was trying trying to because it's too uh, expensive. To advertise, oh, forget it. It was too much. Yeah. Well, it's it, it has paid off. She she made her big Vegas debut. Uh, everyone has raved about how incredible it was. The costumes, eleganza, the glamour. Yeah. The high ponytails. It had everything. I love a high pony. Of course, she was beat and bronze to the gods. So, <laughs> beat and bronze to go, the gods. I think we should, that's right. I mean, I think we should definitely try to go to and, and How long is she going to be there I for? She, and, and, and again, she's always two steps behind Mariah because Mariah was there last year. Yeah, but Mariah only did like two and a half shows. And then she was like, oh, I'm too rich for this. I'm exactly. She didn't need it. And she was at Caesar's Palace. Um, Jennifer Lopez yeah. is at Planet Hollywood. Yeah. So she's basically filling in when Britney's not there. Is that how it I works? I think so. It's the same stage. Yeah. It's the same stage. Well, you know what? She's got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere on the Vegas Strip. You know, because, I mean, a lot of high-rolling artists are at Vegas now. You got Celine. You've got Britney. You've got Mariah. Carrot Top. <laughs> You know, you know so, you're right. You know, you gotta you gotta work your way up the chain, okay? Yeah, I guess you so. Work your way up the chain. But yeah, we should definitely go try to see that. That would be fun. Yeah, I would see that. I would see a J Lo uh, Vegas show because she's kind of built for it. I think so. Yeah, most definitely. It's all about just having fun and good time. And the set list looks good. J Lo's got uh, hits. Hold on, I was just looking at that. What's on the set list? She had uh, If You Had My Love. She starts out. It goes into Get Right. I'm Real, the remix. Jenny from the Block. Love Don't Cost a Thing. Um, if You Had My Love. Then Booty, which she could skip. Hopefully that's just a transition. Yeah. Ain't It Funny. Mm-hmm. All I Have. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for this Let's show. Get Loud on chicken. the Floor, Waiting for Tonight. Yeah, it goes like, this is an How much are 80%. The ticket should be like 60 bucks. Okay, let's see. I, I, I think the public needs to know. How much are these tickets? The tickets I'm looking at are, I see, 155 230 235 $177. Oh, but wait a minute. There's also this gold circle area where you just stand up right at the stage. Do you also have to serve drinks? <laughs> you might have to serve some drinks and, like, catch a couple sequins to the face. Right. But, yeah, those are some pricey tickets. Yeah, I don't know about people. this. I don't know. Come on, J-Lo. Do it for the people. Mm-hmm. No one's going to pay these prices. Let's get real. Let's not get loud. Let's okay, get real. Some, let's get real. But Okay, so there's some tickets for 100 We could do that. Yeah. All the way in the back. All, right? <laughs> it's actually from the street. You can watch it on the right, screen outside yeah. the casino. Well, yeah, we're going to have to see about this. Maybe they'll start liquidating these. Is there a TKTS booth at, in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> something something's got to give somebody call carrot top yeah somebody somebody get carrot top on the line maybe he can get us some hookups hmm. 
Yeah, that's expensive. Oh, well. Yeah, too expensive. There's always YouTube. <laughs> hey, we could just play the slots and play the YouTube videos. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe, maybe we could hit a slot machine. And, uh... You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe and rate us on iTunes, and if you feel like you need to talk, hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next week. Yeah.